Hi, this is Trey from the Nintendo Main Podcast. I am currently on vacation in Lake Ozark, Missouri. So we won't be bringing you a new episode this week. But what I have for you is... It's an old episode of a show that I had called Negative World, which was an internet radio show that was played at a specific time, way back when there was that. So it's probably about 10 years old, and uh, I have a guest on there, my friend Justin Howard, who has become somewhat of a celebrity in the world of air guitar. He's become the world champion, the national champion, a judge, and even an MC on the latest one that just happened a week ago. Anyway, this interview was done back when his alter ego Nordic Thunder was just a twinkle in his eye. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Alright, here we are in Negative World. We got uh, Justin Howard here, major major collector. When did you start collecting? Actually, um, first, how many, how many games do you have? Right now, I've got 261 cartridges. That's single titles. That's not counting my doubles. With my doubles, it'd be well over 300, but single titles, I've got 261 right now. What exactly do you collect? Um, I collect any you know any games I can get my hands on. I started collecting because the games I wanted to start getting when I first started collecting were games I remembered liking a lot as a kid. Um, so that's why you got started? That's why I got started, yeah. And then it just spiraled out of control from there. And My goal now is to get every U.S. released game, which is around 600 games, uh, Nintendo-licensed U.S. released games. So when I reach 600, or a little over 600, which is how many there are, then uh, my collection will be complete. What, then what happens after that? Super Nintendo games? Uh, I might move on to Super Nintendo, or I might move on to like third-party like Tengen cartridges and... Uh, um, Wisdom Tree, those 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 companies there that that made non-licensed Nintendo games. Out of uh, out of your collection, what are your what are your favorite games that you have? That I have um, Mario Brothers is of course one of my favorites. Um, all the the Mario Brothers series, but in particular the first one, all, Super Mario Brothers, right? Yeah, Super not Mario Brothers, not the arcade. Um, Journey to Silius is also a great game. Game I enjoy playing very much. It's a fun game. Okay. Uh, those those last four songs, by the way, were. Uh, you probably know them, but first one was the uh, Duck Hunt theme. We had a little Mario Brothers 2 action in there. That's some Kid Icarus, and the last one was Castlevania, which was actually the most requested song for the show that I've heard from people. So uh, there it is. I hope you all enjoyed it. And um, from what you said, your two favorite two favorite games were Super Mario Brothers and Journey to Silius. Yeah. Well, on our next playlist, we're going to play uh, Journey to Silius and then Super Mario Brothers. So stay tuned and enjoy.
Oh, those last those last two songs you had to play them. Uh, the two songs you just played were obviously uh, the track from Ghost and Goblins and the track from Ninja Turtles. The Ghost and Goblins track is definitely a track that's haunted me, and the reason it haunts me is because uh, a friend of mine back home where I'm from had a contest going on. He was going to give a thousand dollars to whoever could beat. Oh wow! Yeah, a thousand dollars to whoever could beat Ghost and Goblins in 24 hours. So I took it as a challenge to beat that game in 24 hours. And did you did you do it? Well. I beat it, but it wasn't it wasn't in the time frame, and uh, I probably would have beat it in the 24 hours had not I paused the game and someone came along and and turned off my Nintendo. Oh, those fuckers! Yeah, so I was a little pissed off, but I got over it. I took a break from it for a couple days, and um, I sat down, and just decided to play it. wasn't wasn't really aiming to beat it, but um, I just sat down and wanted to play. And about 12 hours later, I had it beat. And if anyone's ever played this game, they know just how difficult it is. And uh, so that, that's, that song is just, ah, uh, it's, it's a haunting tune. And, and the Ninja Turtles game, the same guy who's going to pay $1,000 for it could be Ghosts and Goblins in 24 hours, uh, a friend of mine, Justin Stevens, actually, he told he would give $250 to whoever could beat Ninja Turtles. And there wasn't a time frame set on that. And That's the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. The really hard one. The original one, yeah, the first one, which is, as you anyone out there knows, it's also a very difficult game. And my friend, Homie RC, he he, uh, he beat it. He beat it in under an hour, actually. And, uh, That's cool. He got paid, and he actually went to the tattoo shop the next day and got a big skeleton drummer on his arm, and he got the Foot Clan logo tattooed on there as well with oh, like, yeah. a little X through it as his homage to the... Defeating the the foot soldiers, so awesome. What uh, what game are you working on now? Like kind of currently trying to beat the game I'm trying to beat right now is Adventure Island, and I'm on level seven four right now, and I'm stuck. I've been stuck there for about a week now. I don't have a hammer um, to get through this this area of spiders on the level, but it's di- it's tough. I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna get through it. Nintendo's been running now for about two weeks on Pog. You know, play when I get home. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty hard. Um, we're gonna we're gonna play that one next. Also, we're gonna play some other songs from other games that are extremely extremely hard. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Shadowgate. It was a game based on mostly mind puddle puzzles. It uh, starts off with you with you in front of a castle with a door there, and you can't get in. The door is locked. There's a skull above the door. I'm gonna give this away here for you guys so you can start playing it. There's a there's a key inside the skull to open the door. But basically, my friend, my friend played it for two years straight in order to beat it. It's really not that long of a game, but the puzzles are so hard that it took him two full years to beat it. Also, I'm going to play a song in there from uh, Metal Gear, the original Metal Gear game, which everyone I've talked to claims that that game is uh, absolutely impossible to beat. And after that, it's going to be the, uh, of course, red-headed stepchild of the Legend of Zelda series. You guys know what I'm talking about. Legend of Zelda 2, um, Adventures of Link. A lot of people didn't like that game uh, just because they stepped away from the normal formula for the first Zelda game. But it's very, 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 very difficult game. It was a Zelda side scroller. So, uh, yeah, our next next four songs are uh, from some of the hardest games that we have played. So, hit it.
So uh, tell me, um, what are what are like the games that are hardest to find? Like where do like where do you go to look for stuff? And what's what are those ones that you just really really want but you can't get? Well, where I usually look for games would be junk stores or pawn shops, um, stuff like that, where garage sales, um, and hopefully score score some games for cheap, buy them in bulk, get them for cheap. Um, steer away usually from video game stores unless I'm looking for a particular game because they're more expensive there. Um, the, the rarest game of all, like the Holy Grail Nintendo games, is a game called Stadium Events, which is a... What makes it, what makes it so rare? Well, it's it's kind of a funny story. It's a, it's The game is terrible itself. It's the, the exact same game as the game Track and Field, which Nintendo released. Yeah. Like, graphic for graphic, it's the exact same game. Only Stadium Events, the title, instead of saying Track and Field at the beginning, it says Stadium Events. And uh, the company that released it was Bandai. B-A-N-D-A-I. Yeah, the guys who did um, Power Rangers. Power, exactly. And they they marketed this game, and they're the ones that actually created the, the Power Pad, but they called it the Family Fun Fitness Pad. And it was, um, Nintendo saw what they were doing, and they, they saw it as a great marketing opportunity. So they bought the rights from, from Bandy and, and bought the rights to the pad, and then changed it to the Nintendo Power Pad, and took Stadium Events and changed the title and title screen to say Nintendo's World Class Tracking. Yeah. Or track and field. So um, the the game was only on, in the market for a very short period of time, and if you can find it, if you can find it, it sells on eBay anywhere between like three hundred and six hundred dollars on a good on a good day, six hundred bucks it can fetch. On a bad day, about three hundred. Um, second rarest game would be uh, Flintstones Two, which was only released as a rental game, and that's what makes it so hard to find. You couldn't go to the store and buy it; it was just released you know, to rental rental companies. So that game's a little difficult to find, and it can it can run you know, hundred hundred fifty dollar range. Um, the game I'm I'm currently like want to seek after is Little Samson, and like it's a, yeah. it's considered a rare game. It's not as rare as the the previous two I just talked about, but it is a rare game, and it, it'll run you about sixty bucks if you want to buy it on eBay. But oh wow! So I usually you know I hope to get lucky by going to the garage sales and junk sales and, and stumbling across something that's worth some money, like. And I actually did get lucky once. I found three factory sealed Nintendo games. Oh yeah, yeah, you showed those to me. Those are, those are really great. Yeah, I got uh, Mega Man Two, Ninja Turtles, and Star Wars, all factory sealed, never been opened. I paid five bucks a piece for them. And uh, if any collectors out there know that you know they're worth a lot more than. Yeah, you're willing to sell sell them for a lot, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, did you ever did you ever get Star Tropics? Did you ever get that game? I do have Star Tropics. I got also Star Tropics 2, Zoda's Revenge. I, um, a lot of games I have, as funny as it sounds, I, I, of all the games I have, I only play probably I have a small handful of them. Yeah. Maybe ten of them I play on a regular basis. Yeah, I, don't know, but, I don't know what you play normally. Yeah. But I, I hate to say it to you, but you're, you're not going to be able to beat Star Tropics. Yeah, there's there's a tricky part about the game. Yeah, like uh, Star Tropics was, was uh, one of my favorite games when I was a kid. Uh, I got it. I got it for my birthday one year, and it comes with a it comes with a letter <coughs> from from your uncle, Doctor Doctor Jones, and uh, I thought it was just something cool that was included with the game. But when you get to like a certain point, maybe like the fourth or fifth level, uh, you receive a message from your uncle, Doctor Jones, and he tells you to to dip to dip the uh, letter that he sent to you in water. So you take the so you have to take the letter that came with the game and dip it in water. And when you dip it in water, it reveals a secret code for the submarine that you have to make you do more stuff and get to the next part. And I thought it was one of the coolest things I had ever seen in a video game. And I haven't seen anything as cool as that since like Metal Metal Gear Solid when um, when he was on the when he was on the on the com link with uh, I think it, I think it was Deep Throat and uh, he was trying to tell him what his what his number was. And he said, look on the back of the box. And you look on the back of the box of Metal Gear Solid, and the number's right there is one of the pictures for the game. And I thought that was awesome. But on our next uh, playlist here, we're going to play uh, some of the songs that are my favorite games. We're going to play, first off, we're going to play some Star Tropics, uh, Double Dragon, Legend of Zelda, the first one, of course, and uh, Castlevania II, Simon's Quest, one of the best games, huge, huge uh, milestone for the Castlevania series, like combining the action with the RPG elements, which later come out with, like, of course, Symphony of the Night and Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow, right? That's out on DS right now, which is amazing. You have to go get it if you don't have it yet. Also, we'll be playing a Punch Out song and another one at the end that we're going to talk about after we're done, so. Thank you. 
You know, that last song was uh, from Contra. I'm sure you guys recognize it. And for the uh, code of the week this week, we have uh, the Contra code, or otherwise known as the Konami code, which is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start. It works for many different many different games. I know I know you don't use it because you, cause you're against codes and looking on the internet for anything, but... But it works. It works in Contra. It'll also work in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Fall of the Foot Clan on Game Boy, the original Game Boy. It'll give you full life. It also works on on a Gradius for NES, which will give you all of the weapons and force fields on your starship. But you can only use it once throughout the entire game, so you have to do it. But you know, if you want to be a true gamer, you'll just play it and not use the code. I- I'm against codes and cheats, but it's a good it's code of the week. It's good, you know. A lot of people take advantage of it. It's great in Contra. I, I have played it with Contra before when I was younger, you know, because it's yeah, yeah. Back back when you were not as mature and, and you did things <laughs> like use codes. Exactly, codes are fun. You well do them after you beat the game. Yeah, when you're well, looking that's when you're looking for more fun stuff to do, but not like while you're trying to beat the game. Yeah, yes, that would be. Sacrilege against the video gamer's code. Exactly. There is one, but we'll make one up now. <laughs> that's a video gamer's code, and you're breaking it, so use that after you've beat the game. Oh, yeah, and also we have a, we have a contest this, this week, uh, which we mentioned on last show. Uh, the contest is um, whichever one of you can call in to our number, which is 512-857-9066, First one for you to call in and get the trivia question right, which is the trivia question I'm going to give you right now. What video game is the opening and ending theme of this show from? I want the I want the game and the system on the on the um, call. When you call, there'll be a voicemail. Leave your answer, and we'll listen to it. And if you're the first one to get it right, we will give you a an NES system, an original Nintendo system, which can sell for like how much? Those sell on, on eBay now, Justin. Um, they're like I said, it's, it's been it's been crazy within the past couple of years. Nintendo craze has really taken off, and you know, games are getting more expensive, and the systems are getting more expensive because people want to bring back the old school. So, you know, if you get online, you could pay anywhere between uh, twenty and up to seventy dollars for for a system. So. It's, it, eBay's prices fluctuate time you know what time of year it is but yeah yeah it's it's you know it's the NES it's the original system for Nintendo so yeah. felt like it'd be a good prize going with our all out NES hour here definitely and uh, we got some more good ones for you here um, next we're playing a little tune from Dr Mario uh, got some Ninja Gaiden on there Bubble Bobble Blaster Master so stay tuned we got some good stuff on here.
out and uh, thanks to all the listeners to listening for listening of course and yeah thanks good for luck, having me on good luck with your collection I hope you can find everything you want and let our listeners know if you want to contact if they want they to kind of want them to contact you or you want to contact them yeah if you have uh, if you have any games you you got for sale or want to trade I, you know I'm always looking uh, my email is f o a d one at aol.com it stands for fuck off and die one at aol.com in case you want to know but yeah that's it email me Alright, cool. Also, um, if you have any requests or suggestions or you want to give me shit about the show, um, call uh, 512-857-9039 if you have any questions for Deku Scrub. Or if you're struggling with any games, you want me to answer any questions about games, whatever. Give me a call, let me know. Uh, 